Welcome to Music Versus Life Podcast. Where we discuss real life situations based on music. I'm your host, Fat. I'm your host, Block. Let's Let's get get it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Music Versus Life Podcast. I'm your host, Fat. Block. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We back episode nine, and this week we're talking about treat him like a lady. Him. Okay. Not her. Treat him like a lady. Him. What song that came from? (laughs) This week's episode was inspired by the Temptations, Treat Her Like a Lady. Okay. Okay, so before we get into the conversation, every week we like to highlight a Black-owned business or entrepreneur, and this week it's on you. So, what you got? So, this week I got uh, the Link Lounge, um, Black-owned business. It's a family business. Uh, It's where I do. It's the brunch for me at. Okay. uh, With me and my partners. They are open. Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays on 5 p.m. to close and Friday through Sunday, you know, 12 p.m. until they close. We do the brunch on Saturday, so come check us out. They also got a seafood Sunday. Food is amazing, though. I say that, like, got a secret sauce Mm -hmm. that they put on their shrimp, but Shout out to the Link Lounge. Shout out to the family that owns the Link Lounge. So let me give you the address. It is uh, 745 Bennett Road in Orlando, Florida. Check out the Link Lounge. Right across the street from Gilt. If you know what Gilt is, it used to be the old Roxy. Okay. So check them out. Man. Shout out to the Link Lounge. Shout out to the Link Lounge. So what we drinking today? What we on today? Remy or we Bella today? Uh, we got Red Bull, so let's go with the rim. We're going to go rim. Okay. So this week we talking about treat him like a lady. Okay. Not her, him. Yep. So why are men taught how to treat women, but not all women taught how to treat a man? Are y'all? Uh, uh, let, me, let me. I didn't say all women. Uh-huh. Why are some women not taught how to treat men? So why are not... Uh, why are not all women taught how to be a wife or mm-hmm. how to treat men? Because I know most men are taught open doors, right. walk on a certain side of the road. Right. Um, men are taught don't put your hands. Because this is low-key a part two to last week, Correct. if we being honest. Uh, don't put your hands on women, um, ladies first, mm-hmm. things like that. But most women aren't taught how to... Cater to or treat a man. So what I want to do is I want to ask you, like, when you were growing up, how were you taught to treat a man as a woman? What what things were instilled in you? To treat a man or how to be a lady? I don't think I was taught how to treat a, uh, treat a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn, I can't even get ice. I wasn't taught how to, per se, treat a man, I would say. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. Maybe I was, in a way. Was but it, maybe I was taught how to be a lady. And was was it who who who's the person to do that? Is it the mother? Is it the father? Cause this is a question mainly for a woman. Like, why weren't women taught or are they taught how to treat a man? Cause I know as a man, what I was taught, you know what I'm saying, the the particulars. Open doors, mm-hmm. provide, et cetera, et cetera. These are things that were instilled in me from brothers, mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. Ashley, and my mom. Can you give me some ice, please? Most certainly. And my mother, too. So that 
that was taught to me as, as a little boy, like those certain things to do when you courting a young lady. So since I'm not a young lady, I don't know what how y'all are taught or what y'all are taught when it comes to dealing with dudes. Is it is it is it primarily be a woman at all times? Don't be loose. I can't speak for everybody because <laughs> I know some loose girls. Right. I, for me, what I was taught, I was taught to always be a lady in public. Mm-hmm. Um, as a little girl, I was always taught that you're supposed to keep your mouth closed, um, which I think is a bad thing right. to teach a little girl to keep her mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Um because that can backfire when things are done to a little girl. Right. Um, I was taught how to cook, mm-hmm. clean, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I was taught, especially from my grandmother, I think a trait that I inherited was to uh, cater to people. Okay. So, like, when people come to my house, I always ask people, uh, did you eat? You hungry? While people are eating, I'm always feeding people. I'm always refilling drains. Very I'm all, hospitable. Very. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm very nurturing mm-hmm. I, when it comes to my children. I know my children feel love. Um, but at the same time, my children are also disciplined. They know when they're in trouble. And, and for that, do you think those teachings... It, do they, do they help you when handling a man? Like, do you think that helps you when you're dealing with a man? Like, even though you're nurturing, even though you cook. Half, partly, you know, because I still had to learn things from my daddy and my uncles and, and my brothers. So what did they teach you in regards to dealing with dudes? How to see through the dumb shit. Okay, so reading game and stuff like that. To read game. Mm-hmm. How not one uh the biggest lesson that I learned, and I learned it from my daddy, and I actually had to learn it the hard way, because he used to always tell me. Um, but I had to, I'm one of those, uh, I was one of those children that um you had to see it for yourself, mm-hmm. uh, was to never let a man separate you from your family. And I never really knew what that meant. Um my daddy always taught me that a man is supposed to see that you have a strong family. Right. So, uh, yeah. Never let a man separate you from your family. Um, I was taught gang, you know. And I guess I guess that's sometimes why people be like, why you so, you so hard? Mm-hmm. I'm not hard. It's just natural. So since we own that, uh-huh. no, let's right. stay what we own. Right. And I'm going to hold on to that to the end. Okay. Just remember that. I'm gonna remember that. So, so you learn these things on, like how to protect yourself from a man, how to guard yourself from a man, and also how to love one. But I ain't hear that. I ain't, I ain't hear that process of, of somebody teaching you how to love them. How taking care of a man ain't loving him. In what sense? With the cooking part. When you when you cook and clean for mm-hmm. a man, care for a man, nurture a man, making him feel safe at right. home when the world don't make him feel safe, that's loving a man. True. So support. How, how, I how was taught one, how to support a man. How do you make the man feel safe in the in the household? That's what I'm trying to understand. Like what what is done for a woman to make a man feel safe at home? Like is this reassurance? These like words of affirmation that you providing to whoever you're dealing with at the time. Okay. 
That's Let what me I'm answer. Asking. Don't give me no ideas. Let okay, me answer. Okay. Um, of course, words of affirmation. You talk to a man, you encourage him, you support him. Mm-hmm. And with anything that he's doing, whether it's a let's say you want to start a business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to back you. Right. Um, if you fall short on something, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to always make sure it's something in the pocket that we don't fall short at all, ever. Right. Um, if a man has a job and lose it, mm-hmm. I'm there for you. If there's something mm-hmm. that's going on in your personal life, your mental health, anything, I'm there to support you because that is what I'm there for. Right. Because we're supposed to be a team regardless. So who who taught you that? Or is that, some, is that learned behavior or is that taught? A little of both. A little of both. It's a little of both. And who who taught it to you? Who gave you the the rundown on like this is what you're supposed to do? This is how you have a man's back. Hmm. Women in my family. Uh-huh. Um. You know I ain't even gonna lie. Low-key TV could teach you shit, too. I think uh, media is a big influence on our lives, too. Right. You know how people be like Bill Cosby and these strong TV dads? It was some strong TV moms, too. Okay, so who who's your uh, TV inspiration? In My TV mom. Yeah. If I could say I wanted to be like a, well, not wanted to be, or who was a strong TV mom. Uh-huh. Um, damn. Somebody who was a strong TV mom. I think that uh, whatchamacallit was a strong TV mom. Uh, D from Moesha. Okay. That motherfucker take no shit. Yeah. Even though she was a stepmom, uh-huh. she was a strong TV mom. But she but she played a role. Like, but she played a role. She played a role. Like but for the most to. part, my mother and mm. my grandmother were strong mm. mothers. Right. Uh, my aunties were strong mothers. So I took bits and pieces from strong women who were in my life. And I've created myself. So I think a lot of women can learn, like, what to do and what not to do when when handling men. So I think there's a lot of do's and don'ts. Like you said, like, it was a lot of ups and there's a lot of downs. The same way you treat the man when he up, you should treat him the same when he down. You shouldn't, you shouldn't degrade the man for anything. Sometimes that's hard. Depending it, on the woman and depending on the man. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm speaking only on terms of say that y'all together and everything's going great. Now, nobody knows what goes on closed door. I'm just saying like the relationship between these two people are great. Mm-hmm. So the good times are great times. Mm-hmm. But soon as he fall on hard times, the attitude shouldn't switch. Like no, it your, shouldn't. Your, your mentality and your love for the man shouldn't switch. Right. Your admiration for the man shouldn't switch just because, you know what I'm saying, a little pitfall situation. But what if happen. his lack of motivation changed? Then encourage him, let him know. You you if you see it, you should you should bring it to his attention. Right. But you 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 shouldn't have to downplay somebody in order to have a, a deep conversation with him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying downplay somebody. So Women will understand what I'm saying. Like, and not just women. People will understand in general when you say there's only so much someone can take. You can push and you can motivate. You know, you could take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. That's that's true. So you can push and push and push. So even if it's a woman, if the shoe was on the other foot, you can push and push and push and make and make and make. 
But if that person don't want to do it, they just like, fuck it, I'd rather you do or, you know what I'm talking about? Right. When is your breaking point? Like, damn, like I'm taking on all these bills. And if y'all have children, I'm carrying, I'm bearing the weight for these children. It's like I'm doing it on my own. So I might as well just take this on my own. Now, so we're not talking about ain't shit, nigga. I'm not talking about a nigga who just ain't shit. I'm not talking about a nigga who ain't shit. There are people I'm, who I'm, be up, who, right. who have been up. Uh-huh. Hit rock bottom and just be like, fuck it. And now, then everybody turn gets into slump. that ain't shit nigga. Now, this is what I'm saying. So some people get in the slump. So if you if you got it and you lost it, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel down on yourself. But if I got a support system, mm-hmm. you should be like, listen, know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Snap out that shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want, snap up out of it. Encourage. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody wants to soak and just live in sorrow, mm-hmm. that's not nothing that you can fix. Right. For real, for real. If they just want to loathe and self-pity, that's not nothing that anybody can really fix besides themselves. But you got to make the attempt. Some people don't make the attempt to try to be there. It's like, oh, well, this is what it is. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Get off your ass. Like, damn. Nah, that that's not helping the situation at all. Exactly. That don't help at all. That so makes it worse than what it already is. So I think <laughs> it's certain teachings that could be brought to women's attention on how to handle men in certain situations. But then that goes back to learned behaviors. They may have seen their mama talk to a man and, you know, or right. talk to their daddy and be like, nigga, you ain't shit. True. Their mama may have talked to their brothers like that. Nigga, you ain't shit. But somebody got to break the mold. Right, but you know how hard it is. It's easier to it's easier to teach a learning child than to break a habit in an adult. That's a that's a fact as well. But it's it's doable. It can be done. It's, it's not so impossible. Hard. It is hard, but it's not impossible. So if we are trying to better ourselves, we forever evolving humans. That's like me telling people right now. Okay. I could go to people right now and be like, pork is so bad for you. Right. Pork. And I could tell people how bad shellfish is for them. Shrimps, right. crab, lobster, uh, uh, clams, all that. I could mm-hmm. tell them how bad that stuff is for them. Mm-hmm. Adults. And I could tell the same thing to my children. Mm-hmm. My children will pick up a book. They will read. They will learn. They will research. They will understand how bad these foods are for their bodies. Right. They won't eat it, won't touch it, and they will fully understand. An adult, oh, I'll just eat it sometime, just a little bit. It's so hard to unlearn behaviors Or you as an adult. Or that shit just busting, and the nigga wants some shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just good. Nigga wants some crap. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. But it's Can probably easier if, if you never had it before. And do it. So I understand what you're saying. I understand where you're getting at with it. But still, it ain't if you never had it before. People, it's still grown people <laughs> who are vegan, who turn vegan overnight. I don't say overnight, but you know what I'm saying? It's Doing a process. the process. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cut off, cut off the red meat or cut off pork, then cut off red meat, then cut off fish, and then, you know, cut off this. And that. Some of us just did a cold turkey. Because I know when I went vegan, it was just cold turkey. No oh, power to you. 
Can we take this you shot? Me, I ain't nothing vegan about me. Yeah, we know, fatty. Yeah, exactly. We can take a shot. Yeah, come on, because you tried to ignore it the first time I had. Because we supposed to take two lab, we, we only took one. Yeah, because you were scared. No, I wasn't scared. All right, so should men have high standards? Yes. Men should have incredible high standards. Not incredible high. Yeah. Like, hold on. How do, how do you see yourself when you look in the mirror? Do you hold yourself in high regard? You should hold your woman to a high regard. Even if you don't have a woman, that period. I'm saying, I'm saying that in order to get your woman, you should have great standards. You shouldn't just be out here just dating just anybody. If you dating anybody... Anybody can have them. You want That's you want that? Now you want that to be your lady? If anybody, okay, I'm gonna give you how I think. If anybody can have my woman, it's not my woman. Hmm, that's funny. That's just how no I comment. feel. Low hanging fruit. Nigga, sometimes it be some good one. Never mind. I'm saying low-hanging no fruit is... Some niggas will play with good girls. It be a good quality woman. But we ain't talking and about... And niggas don't want to keep them in the house. But we ain't talking about dudes and playing around with no, quality women. It'll, what? We're not talking about that. I'm okay, talking about ahead. a man having high standards for himself. Yes, there are niggas who play. Yes, there are women who play. But we ain't talking about them. Let's talk to the people who doing what they supposed to do. Let's let's give them game. We don't need to talk to the to the ain't shit niggas and the ain't shit women. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck all them. Oh my god. But the people who are on their job doing what they supposed to do, you my brother should have high standards. You sister <laughs> should have high standards. <laughs> Forget the other people. Oh my god. How you feel about the women with the high standards but give the bare minimum? I think that's some cap ass shit. I'm talking about the women who want, I want him to pay my rent, yeah, pay yeah, my yeah. car note, yeah. insurance, phone bill, light bill, this, this, that. But she don't cook. She don't clean. None of that. Leave her where she at. But that's who them niggas love. For what? I don't know. That's what, that what y'all like. Who's y'all? <laughs> Who's them? I don't know. I just, that's what y'all like. No, y'all like, like the, the spaghetti, cooking, chicken alfredo every other week, crab boil every other weekend, garlic bread out the freezer section, buying ass. You talking about somebody? No, nigga. I'm talking about the what bitches niggas is these? <laughs> I want to know. I ain't what, talking about nobody. What, what niggas are you referring to? First of all, I don't know who. I don't stop. Know who stop. Like stop. Women like stop. that. Stop. Let's stop. Okay. Let's go back. Uh huh. <laughs> to me talking about somebody. Talk about somebody. I ain't talking about nobody. <laughs> I'm talking about y'all niggas, cause that's who y'all be fucking with. <laughs> When you say y'all niggas, who is these niggas? 
Who are these niggas? Y'all. I'm talking about dealing with. I'm not. Po- I'm, I'm talking. About, about, I'm talking about. You talking about messing around? Are you talking about like actually like with these women? Like with these. Like women. got them on their arm. On the arm. Proud. Straight up with them. Like this. This bad. <laughs> I don't know these niggas. I, I don't know niggas who. Now I say this. It's 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 been a lot of. It's been a lot of changes because. Roles have begun to switch. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more women in the working field. A lot of less women cooking as much, but there's more men cooking. Can't say I that. Don't, Can't I say don't that. mind it. What, what they say? People make time for what they want. Or that's whatever. cool. I work. Right. I work. That's you. I work. You. That's you. Sometimes five, six, seven days a week. Right. I do this podcast. Two children by myself. But saying traditions are broken. Shh, shh, shh. I'm not finished. Go ahead. Go. Get, yeah. Get Two some shit children on. by myself. Right. I cook seven days a week. Okay. Seven. Right. Get your My children on. get breakfast seven days a week. <laughs> My children get dinner seven days a week. And okay. when they home on the weekend, right. they get lunch Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday. Right. I'm 24, eight mom. On some hot. Right. So there are no excuses. I'm cooking, mm-hmm. I'm cleaning, I'm mom, I'm fat, I'm Britney, I'm red, I'm whatever the fuck else. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So there are no excuses. But So everybody is- always talking about working women, working women. People make, they make time for what they want. And I'm a single mom doing it all. Right. But and I know other single like mothers that. doing it all. But everybody ain't traditional like that. Is that bad? I'm doing baseball practice. I know bitches That's doing cool. football practice, basketball but practice, my, my running hair salons. That everybody ain't traditional like you. I'm not saying just me. It's so many other women doing it, running it's, businesses. It's, it's and, plenty and I women. know plenty of them. It's plenty of women doing it. It's plenty of women not doing it. But what I'm asking is, is that does that make one above the other? Is that is that like a, no, I'm is not that like a notch? That. So the woman who does cook, do all that, is that but just don't act like we don't exist. Sometimes y'all motherfuckers be acting like we don't exist. Like it's not it's like it's not a thing. So so you feel like that the group of women that you just named mm-hmm. are undervalued. Yes. Very much so. And, and why you say that? Why do I say that? Yeah, why do you think y'all are undervalued? Because I I see it from a different point of view. I don't think so. I don't think uh, women with... I feel like... Ambition and traditional style women who cook, clean, take care of the family are undervalued. I feel like traditional women are undervalued because every time you get on... And I, I hate to say every time you get on social media because this generation is such a social media popcorn, mm-hmm. fast-based generation. That is what everything is based upon. Motherfuckers like to say, this ain't the 40s, this ain't the 50s. We not our ancestors. We don't, we work, we this. Right. That don't mean shit. You still a woman. I believe in gender roles. You still a woman. You should behave as a woman. You... We are so undervalued. As a woman, you should... That is a survival skill. 
Mm-hmm. You should cook. You should clean. Right. You should care for your children. That's You could tell the difference between a child who is cared for at home and a child who is not. And how can you tell? When they, when a child who is cared for at home and a child who isn't, when they are gone from their parents, you will see the difference when they are out in the world. By acting out and carrying on. By their behaviors. Mm-hmm. Their behaviors, whether they are around other people where they are where they are by themselves they'll be able to care for themselves you will see that they you will be able to tell if they are loved whether they're not loved whether they can take care of themselves but where's the undervaluing part coming from men are undervaluing these women both i feel like men and women are both undervaluing but i feel like women more so are kind of pushing it down like we ain't that homo okay. i'm gonna give you my perspective okay give i it think me. some men who just out here if they know it's a traditional woman mm-hmm. they wouldn't step to them if it's a casual situation what do you mean, w- casual? Meaning, you're not ready to really settle down and be with somebody long term. They wouldn't pursue them in that manner because they know, like, these women ain't really going for that. Niggas are scared of traditional women because, nigga, you got to come with to somebody like me. You got to come to me with respect. Like, like I feel like. More so when people meet somebody like me, they be nervous as fuck. Okay. They be scared as fuck to talk to me. Is that because you got, you got your shit together? Because I, I feel like once when you meet me, I'm not one of them girls who just be like all in your face. My favorite color is red. I'm an Aries. I like to go to the movies and I'm a, I'm a child at heart. And I don't hit you with that first. All right. I hit you with the nigga. I'm not with the bullshit. Okay. I like to get money. Mm-hmm. I I like my life this this that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna play with you. I'm 30 years old. I don't have fucking time to waste. If you don't know what the fuck you want, don't come over here playing with me. Correct. So I know what the fuck and, I want, and they don't know what the fuck they want, which is why they don't get really mess on. with them type of women. They can mess by the, the fly by night woman. <laughs> Do what they got to do and get gone. Now, I think y'all will value when a man is ready to settle down because nigga don't really want to settle down with them type of women. They would rather settle down with a woman like that. When they come home for work, they can get a nice meal. They know they can come home it's to a clean household. It's not always about settling down because sometimes it, it don't be about that because me and my homegirls be talking about that and all. Marriage is like college. Marriage? Yeah, hell yeah. It ain't for everybody. Marriage is not for everybody. It's more so about the respect. That, but relationship ain't necessarily got to jump to marriage. To settle down with somebody, to, to commit to somebody, don't necessarily okay. mean you got to get Break married. that down. Break that down then. You could make me understand. Okay, so you can be exclusive with somebody. We dating. Okay, okay. We grown people, so we're not going to say boyfriend, girlfriend. You're not a boy. I'm not a boy and you're not a girl. Right, right, right. Two grown-ass people. We in a relationship. You got this bond together. Committed to you. You committed to me. It don't take a ring or ceremony mm-hmm. to <clears throat> commit to each other or whatever, mm-hmm. to, to build a bond with each other or whatever the case may be. 
But to get to that point, you got to, like, be ready. So okay, I'm saying, say I'm that saying that now, some people ain't... When you say settle some down, people, I automatically ain't marriage. Some people ain't ready to be committed. Some people still out here dealing with such and such and such and such and just want to have, just want to have their weight. But when when that shit get old Mm -hmm. and you done playing, right? You want something concrete and something serious, and that's when a traditional woman would come into place. I don't think niggas play around with a lot of traditional women because traditional women ain't going for that shit. A lot of them ain't gonna go for the trickery. They don't been there, done that. So it ain't it ain't easy to be manipulated. Or or, or the game ain't gonna get ran on them as such. So you're not easy as you ain't easy prey. That's true. So that's why I think I don't think y'all are undervalued. I just think y'all are less played with. Niggas ain't playing with y'all the same way they out here playing with these other social media girls or whatever the case may be. That's my perspective. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Y'all women could <laughs> have <laughs> niggas telling y'all this, that, and the third. But that's Man, just how I Man, some niggas got it. some good-ass game, and you don't even know what the hell going on. But I'm grateful for having three brothers, the three uncles I got, and the daddy that I got, because the nigga just not, you know, play up under me like that. Because them niggas all the way 100 with me. <laughs> So you feel, like, you feel like they taught you good game. What? Them niggas is my best friends. Okay. <laughs> what? Good game. I'm not finna let no nigga play with me like that. Ah damn. That was good. I like that. All right. So this week's this or that. You ready for it? What we got? We got Jodeci and H-Town. Freaking you a knocking boots. What you got? I don't think it's a competition in my book. I didn't think so either. This was given to me by a listener. Nah. But I, I like H-Town, I, no. And I don't want to disrespect H-Town, but they ain't fucking with Jodeci. <laughs> like, like, they don't understand, like... Jodeci was dead. The ooey? Like, the ooey. No, that's not why I picked it. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying that man I really did Jodeci because... When that motherfucker said, every freaking night and mm-hmm. every freaking day, I want to freak you, baby, in every freaking way. I said, God damn. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. The Casey and JoJo. Do anybody know the fourth nigga in that group name? Which one? Mother? And it's Casey, JoJo, Devontae. What is the fourth nigga's name? Well, that's a very question. What is that nigga? I name? will pay anybody <laughs> to tell me. We should do a contest for that. Okay. Matter of fact, who won the last contest? Nobody. Oh, because nobody got it right. Nobody got it right. No. Oh, they ain't listen. Nobody. Either nobody got it right, or they didn't do all the steps right. That's crazy. Listen. Did you give away a free table? Wasn't it a free table that you was supposed to give away? I ain't, no, ain't getting no information. Yeah. Exactly. So nobody won. Had it ready. Goddamn. That's crazy. Jodeci members. Let's see. Don't, don't name them. I'm not going to name anything. So what we doing this week for that fourth Jodeci member? Me? You let me know who it is. I'm going to give them any event they want that I'm hosting for free. Any event? Any How event, many events you got coming up? Like four, right? This weekend, it's a 
few, yeah, about four. You got four, so you got they actually can, five. I got Thursday Animal House. You got Animal House. You got, got it's the brunch, brunch for me. You got SNL, and you got I got the day party first. I got paparazzi day party. Paparazzi. I got SNL. SNL. It's the brunch for me. Mm-hmm. And Mir- Animal House. And Miracle Watts at uh at Rose. And Rose on Saturday Lodge. after party. Mm-hmm. I mean after hours. Yeah. Okay. Miracle Watts and Tyler Lepley. That's how you say Lep it. Lep Lep. 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 I never knew how to say the nigga name. That's how you say it. So this or that, we both going with uh Definitely freaking... gotta go with Jodis. Okay. And Shit. I got the nigga name. Let me see what his name is. God damn. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Damn, I did know that. Yeah. But you forget, cause cause the most famous people is Casey, yeah, yeah. JoJo, and, and Devontae. Okay. But for sure, I, I freaking you like every freaking night and every freaking day. <laughs> I wanna freak you, baby, in every freaking way. <laughs> Casey is a legend. Casey is responsible. Casey is responsible for Mary J. Blige's my life out. Yeah, cause he beat the shit out of her. That nigga is a rock star. <laughs> That nigga is like the quintessential R&B rock star. Him, Bobby Brown. They don't make they don't make R&B rock and stars like that. Hella hella drinking, hella drugs. And just a lot of women. What's the word that they call it when you when you sing it to a woman? Serenading. Who the fuck serenades in 2022? Let me tell you, the last nigga that serenaded a woman. That's crazy. I think it was Trey Songs. On what songs? Neighbors Know My Name? Nah, hell nah. Braid My Hell? Jupiter Love. (laughs) 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 That was serenading to us. That's crazy. That generation did not know serenade. That was was serenading this. Okay, so I got a little extra. If you can bring back. Um, two artists from the grave to collaborate. I'm gonna go first because okay. I've already thought about this. Okay, I've been thinking about this. Okay, that's how I came up with this. All right, you going it, to the grave and getting two artists, two artists to collaborate. Collaborate. Okay, who would it be and why? Okay, so give me your two artists. My two artists would be Bank Road Fresh. Okay, and Mo Three. So Mo Three and Bank Road Fresh. That's how you say it, Mo Three. Mm-hmm. What I say. Mo three. Oh shit! Let's see. Let's see. Sorry. Mo three. Yeah. And Bank Road Fresh. Right. I would bring them two back. Cause I don't feel like they had enough time. And I feel like Bank Road is just. I think he was Atlanta's meal ticket for real. I fresh? really fresh. That nigga was hard. And what what's his name? Mo three. Mm-hmm. That nigga was it. I ain't get put on him until after he died. Okay. And the more Did you know when Booster signed him and all that stuff? I knew when he signed him, but I was, you know, here and there listening. But when I really, really, really listened to him was after his death. I just feel like they didn't have enough time. And I could just hear them two together. Mo three and all the people to bring back. That's who you bring back. Like all of them. Out of everybody I can bring back. That's crazy. From the grave. Cause I feel like Dolph did his thing. I feel like Tupac. 
did what he was supposed to do. His impact did what it was supposed to do. I feel like Biggie did what he was supposed to do. I feel like Nate Dogg did exactly what he was supposed to do. I feel like a lot of niggas did what they were supposed to do. You but know how many albums Biggie had before he died? It don't matter. How you feel like he did what he was supposed to do? It don't, because his impact. Because I mean, right now, bankroll is forgot about. I mean, it... His impact is forever oh, because of but he only had two albums. It's definitely ten. my opinion. I understand. I'm just I'm just Big asking. Big Pun impact. That shit was over twenty years ago, and these niggas is still talked about. But Bankroll was what? But you know why they was still niggas don't about even it? talk about don't That's even talk about Bankroll. Them up north, like they they hold them to that high regard. They do that. They keep their name alive. Nate Dogg name is still alive. People out west keep his name alive. Okay, my opinion. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at you. Can choice. we not do what other people That's say? Cool. All right, bet. So Mo three, bet. Bank roll fresh. Gotcha. Who are your two? Shit, I'm not going rap. The fuck? Niggas that died? I'm not even going around. What are you talking about? I'm bringing back Michael. They got to be able to collab. Who? The two? Yeah. Nigga, I'm bringing back Michael and Prince. What the hell are you talking about? I can't hear Michael. Michael and Prince. Them niggas got to squash that beef they had together. (laughs) Them two light-skinned motherfuckers got to make a song. (laughs) Them two light-skinned motherfuckers got to make a song. Them niggas been beefing since... <laughs> what song? I got. I can't think of. Michael and Prince. It, it was some shit that Prince just said. I can't. I can't fuck with it. It was like a song that Michael had. Prince. I can't fuck with it. And them niggas ain't fuck with each other ever since. <laughs> I, I. What song? I think Michael had a song. It's like the boy is mine. <laughs> Prince. I can't fuck with that shit. <laughs> Prince said, I don't, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I can't think of the song right now because you got me drinking, taking shots and shit. You want to no, take another no, one? No, it said like, your butt is mine. I think Bro, let's take another song. one. Ain't that how the song go? Take another shot. That's crazy. But then my two. Come on, take going. another shot. I'm another song. because you be acting like you don't hear me talking. I'm going to take And it. I don't appreciate that. But that, that's my two for sure. The butt this, is this, mine? I think you said the boy... I think he said, "Yeah, your butt is mine." I think that's how that's how the song came on. That's wild as fuck. And Prince said, "Yeah, uh, I can't really fuck with that. I'm not. I can't. I can't get down with that shit." Niggas already thought Prince was gay, but Prince was a fucking Mac at the end of the day. Yeah, he was. So he was like, yeah, but I, you know, Prince walking around with his finna, ass out. Niggas already thought he was kind of saucy. You're not gonna get me to say no shit like that. <laughs> And that's that on that. But Prince and Michael bringing them back. Man, please. Prince and Michael. I would say Biggie, but nah. Prince and Mike. Prince and Mike. If anybody, they, and they had a clap, they like they got a clap. I gotta hear a Michael Jackson and Prince. There is not one Michael Jackson and Prince song that you like nothing. I can hear a uh don't mind me, though. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I might look young. 32, oh, but. I would like to hear Bobby. Sam cooking on um, Bobby. Oh, shit. 
I fuck with Bobby. I Bobby. love Bobby, Bobby, man. I fuck with Bobby. He was a dirty motherfucker, See, listen, but if him I'm, and... What I'm going to need y'all to do, <laughs> y'all go read the story about Bobby Womack. Now, I'm going to talk to y'all. Ain't that shit on Netflix? I'm going to talk to y'all, but don't steal my idea because <laughs> I already submitted the shit to Universal already. These motherfuckers is going to have to make a documentary about Bobby Womack's story. <laughs> like, his life story. Man, I think it's already on Netflix. There is no Bobby Womack No, it's story. a Sam Cooke story on It Netflix. is a Sam Cooke story. There is not one Bobby Womack story. I think Bobby Womack's still alive. No, he's not. Is he still? I think Bobby Womack Bobby still Womack alive. is dead. You know, I seen a tweet the other day. A nigga um, said, damn, I ain't know Al Green was still living. But Al Green alive? Yeah, see, that's crazy, right? Niggas ain't even know Al Green was still alive. Is Tyrone Davis alive? Al Green still out here living. I think Bobby Womack is still living. Is he dead? Man, if Bobby is dead, man, let me know. Man, Al Green alive. <laughs> I told you, Al Green's still alive. He, uh, um... Who, who tweeted that shit? It was an artist. It was an artist who tweeted that. Now I want to know about and, Tyrone and, Davis. And Al Green responded. That's crazy. Oh, Tyrone Davis died in 2005. I love Tyrone Davis, too. I like to hear a Tyrone Davis Bobby Walmart record. You would like to hear that? I love blues music. Oh, that nigga died in 2014. Okay. Who? Bobby, Bobby Walmart? Walmart? Yeah, so, so that, that's valid. But, yeah, Universal, y'all listen to this podcast. Cut the check. And get the Bobby Womack story. Whoever's over the estate, like, y'all need that. You know the story? Everything? Hey, you know everything between you know, him me, and Sam? You know, me, you talked about this. I've watched, I've seen, I've researched. I am a big Bobby Womack fan. I am a Sam Cooke fan because of my granddaddy. My granddaddy Sam Cooke. My grandma is Bobby Walmack. Okay. So we divided like a motherfucker. I know this. So how you feel? You think you think uh, you shouldn't trust me so much? Like was a was a, <laughs> like he gave him the keys to the car. Did he tell Sam Cooke before beforehand? Like. Bro. Right, did he let him know? All right, so I'm going to need y'all to listen to a song, right? Because I know we're talking inside or whatever the case may be. <laughs> listen to the song by Bobby Womack. It's called I Wish You Didn't Trust Me So Much. Now, this song came because Bobby Womack, Sam Cooke. Like this, man. Close friend. Supposed to be his big dog. Close, man. <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying? Sam Cooke put Bobby on or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Sam Cook passed away. Guess what Bobby did? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bobby took the nigga wife. You feel me? So that Showed just what it to is. The funeral. <laughs> took the man wife. That's just he just that, that type you know, of nigga. Niggas ain't. But he wrote shit. a song about it. <laughs> niggas ain't shit. The man wrote a song about it to the public. Bro, Bobby Walmart is a cold nigga. It. He a cold be, nigga. To be that bold, the man deserves store. I I think I think Bobby Womack is a Brown cold store. nigga. James like, Brown was a cold nigga. <laughs> like the man got shot. Like the the man got shot by his wife for messing with his 
stepdaughter. Like, it's some shit. Y'all have to check this story out. No cap, man. This is music versus life podcast. <laughs> that that is music and life. Like y'all, <laughs> y'all have to. I repeat, y'all have to check that shit out. Blah, what you got coming up? Got going on, bro? What's coming up with you? See, y'all know what it is, man. It's Valentine's weekend coming. So this Saturday, huh, let me start. I'm gonna go in order. So first. We got room 22. We got room 22, Animal House Thursdays. You know, Valentine's edition. Then Saturday, we got, it's the brunch for me, R&B edition. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting my R&B on. You know, Keith Sweat, Luther Vandross, Teddy Pentagram. David Ruffin. I got got partners, but yeah, Temptation, I'll go for Temptation. Okay. But I'm in my, that's old school, but more 90s. What's wrong with the old school? You supposed more to take like, it back. You know, like 112. What's wrong with the old school? Ain't nothing wrong with the old school, but I don't want to consider that R&B. I'll consider that like What is soul. that? That's like soul music. Y'all wild at hell. They call it, you know, 94.5, call it smooth R&B and classic soul. That's the quiet storm. <laughs> exactly. That's where you're going to hear that at. But, you wild at hell. Keep going. But you I know, Jody, see, I'm. You know what I'm Every freaking night. Jody, see. You know what I'm saying? Drew Hill. That's what we on Saturday at. It's the brunch for me. Then right after brunch, we got the day party at Eden Nightclub, at Eden Lounge, excuse me. Paparazzi. So, I mean, you know, get camera ready. All right, after that, we got SNL. We still downtown. Get camera ready. Yeah, get camera ready. I mean, don't come, don't come half stepping when you come to the day party. White toenail polish. French tip. <laughs> French tip. No play. All right. French oh tip. Now. now this. Don't mm. come half stepping. Now we got something for grown folks. Now at. This is at the Amway Arena. We got SNL for the 25 and up crew. So we provide all the vibes for you grown folks. We also got Tyler Leffler. But I'm sure we don't get the Bobby Walmart with that. What? Bobby Walmart? On the 25 and up. Shit, why not? What the hell? Play all oh, that you shit. You just say you the Jodice and, and the that's Drew Hill brunch. and the no, Went that's, 12. That's at brunch. That ain't got nothing to do with that okay. 25 and up vibe. Um, okay. If we get grown, we can get grown. We can go Al Green. We I'm can go Teddy P. Dina Howard. We can go Freak like me. We can go all type of places when it's with the grown folk. <laughs> but brunch, you know what I'm saying? We got a demographic. We got a tent. Okay. That's what you got going on? That's it. So you got brunch, you got mm-hmm. the day party, you got SNL, you got Saturdays at Rose. So That's Thursday lovely. night animal house. Tap in block underscore spinner on IG. Follow me. It's a underscore block party on IG. Follow me. And follow me on it's dot me dot P-H-A-T on Instagram and also subscribe to my YouTube page 
our YouTube page. Oh, for sure. Music vs. Life Podcast. Ooh, one more thing, though. Yes, sir. Y'all want to take a trip? Y'all like tired of the city? Come down to Miami for spring break. You know what I'm saying? March 13th, we're going to be in Miami. In Wynwood. Okay. At Oasis. It's a beautiful venue if you ain't never heard of Oasis in Wynwood. They got their own IG. Review it. It's a dope-ass venue. Good-ass food. Inside-outside venue. It's going to be a movie for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Music Versus Life Podcast. All links will be in the description. Thank you for your support. And as always, bet on black.